Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good day to you, my friends. I have another message for you from a legend in the field of podcasting. Hi, I'm Lainey, host of the new podcast, We're All Just Pretending. It's a podcast that has elements of Dear Abby with a twist of post-secret. Every episode, I'll read listener questions and provide advice and insight as a friend. My own pod friends will even join in and offer their advice on parenting, relationships, and even give you really bad advice on purpose. Since we all have secrets to share, there'll also be a segment focusing on letting the skeletons out of your closet. If you're looking for advice or want to share a secret, head to allpretendingpod.com. And remember, we're all just pretending here. Buckle in, folks. It's time for Mr. Intro Voice. Welcome to Episode 6 of Mirths and Monsters. You're about to hear one man and his dog's take on myths and legends from around the globe. Please ensure that your pinch of salt is by your side. Be sure that your arms and legs are with you at all times, but remember, there is no height restriction for your chuckle muscles on this ride. On with the pod. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Mirths and Monsters. I am your host, CK, and by my feet is the one and only Wee Man. Say hello, Finn. Finn? Oh dear, folks. I'm afraid that Wee Man has been reading your comments about him and he's become a little bit of a diva recently. I found him ordering the cats to feed him grapes the other day. Peeled, no less. The grapes, that is, not the cats. I'm sure he'll be back to his usual self soon enough, though. To be fair, he deserves the treats after our most recent journey. We're not long back from Norway, which is quite the trek on the bike. Obviously, we split the drive in 50-50 as usual, so we're both pretty shattered after a trip like that. Okay, I'd like to give you a little bit of backstory that is related to this week's subject. Come with me as we venture back in time. Metaphorically this week, not literally. Let me tell you a little bit of reason as to why I do what I do. 
Some of my earliest memories involved tales that I read about. Monsters, beasties, that kind of thing. The first one I do remember is that of the Billy Goat's Gruff. Now, most of you will be familiar with the story, but let me give you a quick recap. Three goats. In most versions, it's a granda, a da, and his son have run out of grass, so they need to find some more. They can do this by moving to nearby fields and eat the grass there. Now, to get there, they have to cross a bridge. Little do they know, there's a hideous, smelly and ugly troll living underneath said bridge. The first goat tries to cross, but is stopped by the troll. The goat manages to convince the troll not to eat him by saying that his relative is fatter, while he is just a skinny and scrawny wee thing. The troll lets him pass. Same thing happens with the next one. Then the last goat, he manages to defeat the troll by throwing him off the bridge and lets the current take him away. The goats then go and eat the grass. Okay, so let me break this down quickly. The goats have eaten all the grass on their side of the bridge. It isn't explained why, but goats are notoriously ravenous. So they decide to go and take grass from elsewhere. While dealing with the troll, the first two goats basically sacrifice their relatives so they can live and go and eat. The last goat has to fend for himself. Maybe the last goat is the Jason Statham of the goat world and the first two know this. Either way, he manages to beat the hungry troll and throw him off the bridge and go and steal some grass. Two things to learn from this tale. 1. Goats are selfish and greedy. 2. Young CK was always on the side of the so-called monsters. I wasn't CK then, though. I was just K. This is also one of the tales that got me interested in all forms of monsters, and wanting to see if there was more to it than the legends portrayed. As we have found out, there is so much more to these creatures. So I am very excited for the subject of this week's episode. No, it's not goats. It's Trolls. Okay, I won't say too much about them just now, as I have even more of an expert to dish the goodies later. But here's a little overview from me about trolls. Trolls are believed to originate from Scandinavia and more specifically, Norway. Slow of mind, ugly, hideous and smelly, the people of Norway have got it bad. Sorry Norway, just my little joke. Tat. However, that's how trolls are generally thought of in popular culture. I'm talking about actual trolls now. The ones of legend. Not the ones you can push on top of your pencil with a sticky up hair. I know one thing. Push me on a pencil and my hair will do the same thing. Trolls are also thought to be... What's a good way of putting this? Not the sharpest tool in the shed. Not the brightest bulb. Thicker than a weightlifter's neck. And some other things that have been said about trolls is that they squeeze the toothpaste tube from the middle, will always take the last biscuit, and always leave the toilet seat up. 
so much negativity being thrown the way of the troll. And I decided, a good while ago actually, to investigate these claims and just see how much of it was true and how much of it was bunkum. First thing I did, as always, hit the books. But the books only get you so far. It was time to get practical, to head out into the field. And in this case, field is very appropriate because I spent some of my time in them trying to find trolls. What I did find more often were goats. Oh, and oh boy, did I give them some nasty looks. I did these things when I was younger. It was a sort of a hobby. I never actually thought that these legends were real. I wanted them to be real, of course. I just wanted to find out where they came from. Why people thought of them in such set ways. Not just trolls. All manner of myths. Imagine my delight when I found out that the truth of it all was that they were real. Okay, this is getting a bit too deep. Time for some mirth. I sit here in my study slash office slash library slash small safari park and I'm queuing up the tape recorder so you can listen to an interview I did with someone I regard as a legendary figure in the troll world. His name is Kazok and at time of writing he's the current troll under the bridge. That's right, there's an actual bridge that the old tale is based on. It was from Kazok that I got the troll side of the story. Not only about the origins of the tale, but about the history of trolls themselves. Straight from the stony horse's mouth, you could say. So, let me hit play, and I'll see if Finn will stop singing Mariah Carey songs for long enough to say hello to you later. Enjoy this recording, my friends. I'll see you on the other side. Hello all, welcome to Norway, a beautiful country famous for fjords, the Norwegian blue parrot, the pop combo AHA, and the reason for this episode, trolls. I'm currently sat on a park bench having a macaroni pie that I got sent to me from a source in Scotland. Cheers Richard. And waiting for the time I can venture down under the bridge to interview Kazok, current keeper of the grass. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a tasty pie. Okay, folks, I'm now heading towards the bridge. It's a complicated way to get there. The path itself is straightforward, but you have to take certain turns just at the right point to make sure you get to the right place. I was sent the map by Kazok himself after I sent out feelers that I would love to talk with him and I wasn't in it for the glory of exposing trolls. You have reached your destination. Right, I'm at the bridge now. There is a secret knock so I'll need to switch off for this bit. Here we are again. Let me just describe what I'm seeing to you now. Most of you think that beneath a bridge may involve litter, empty beer cans, possibly some folks sleeping rough while they're down on their luck. Lots of graffiti with naughty words. And that may be the case for some, but it isn't the case here. 
It's very tidy. There's various sized rocks and boulders that have been fashioned into furniture. I'm sitting on one now with cushions to make it more comfortable to my, how do I put this nicely, softer fleshy sensibilities. As I look up and around, the walls and roof are glittering with what looks like diamonds. They act as a natural light source and they are very relaxing. The last thing I'll mention about being here is that I sense that we're protected from the outside world. I think, perhaps, there's some form of magic within here that keeps the outside unaware of the reality of what is under the bridge. Why am I telling you these things, though? I do believe my host is ready. One lump or two, dear boy. Do please, I do like it, sweet. Cheers, Kazok. Chin chin. First of all, let me thank you for allowing wee man and I into your home. I feel very privileged. Ew, think nothing. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Think of it. Always a pleasure to have company over. How's the tea? It's perfect, thank you. I noticed you even put out the chocolate biscuits. Double privilege. Not at all. Always good to have a visitor who is a friend of us. And, of course, your wee man, as you call them. Okay, I was hoping you could give me some background about trolls. Origin stories are all the rage, so if you could share your knowledge, that would be appreciated. Perfectly happy to do so. Let me paint a picture for you. I may lapse into dramatic voice for this. <clears throat> Thousands of years ago, in a time when things were dark across the land, and trolls were at war with the humans, a long-held battle of good and evil. Oh, bugger. Excuse me, won't you? 
do apologize. I still have to do my duties as Keeper of the Grass. I know it may not seem it at the moment, but it's actually after midnight. The whole midnight sun thing, you know. Anyone who's attempting to get over my bridge just now is up to no good. It will probably happen again, so I apologize in advance. I don't always growl, though. It happens quite a lot, so I do like to shake it up, you could say. Okay, where was I? Oh, yes. Drama. Actually, there is quite a bit, so I'll just be myself, I believe. So, back in the day, trolls were thought of as hideous, ugly, violent creatures who loved nothing more than going out clubbing. By clubbing, I don't mean going to the local discotheque and getting their boogie on. I mean going down to the local village and bashing folk over the head and dragging them away. Another thing that trolls are meant to be known for is eating human flesh. Why on earth would we eat human flesh? Have you seen what you people put in your bodies? Ew. All we wanted to do was get on with our lives. We kept sheep and some other animals, not just for food, I may add. There was clothing for the trollettes, that's the newborns, and it taught skills. As the trollettes got older and became trolleys, they were shown how to work the land and tend the animals. It's a pattern that worked well and still does work well. We enjoy the simple life and it works for us. What about the idea that throws are hoarding gold and silver? Any basis for that? Oh yes, I'm familiar with this one. Trolls have stolen treasures untold and stash it away for their own delight. And if you defeat a troll, the treasures are your reward. Borderdash! The truth of it is, is we work hard. We work hard at the farming and we trade with others. Mostly of our own kind, but there are some who are happy to deal. Mainly werewolves. They can't penetrate our rock bodies with their bloody big fangs, and we're allergic to their dander. So an agreement was reached a very, very long time ago. Anyway, that's off subject. I've gone off book. I do apologize. We work hard. We trade. We save. That's where the treasures untold come from. The thing is, folk look at us and see this hard exterior. Yes, we may not be the most aesthetically pleasing to the human eye, but why should that make us savages and thieves? To be fair, there are humans who associate with us, but few and far between. I remember one time... Oh, damn. Excuse me. Oi! Oi! Get off my land! <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Not a problem. Whatever works, correct? 
Okay, can you tell me about the other things that throws are meant to have? The low intelligence or the relationship with sunlight? Ah, yes. The all trolls are thickies notion. That's easy to explain. If you look at us, what do you see? Go ahead, describe me to the listening people. Okay, well you're tall. Just over seven foot, I'd say. Seven foot three, good eye. Very broad. Obviously you're made of stone. Granite, perhaps? Good guess. Let me stop you there, though. When you see me, the first thing that pops into your head is not academia. That, along with the fact that we like to keep to ourselves, meant folk came to the conclusion that trolls were denser than a badly made loaf of bread. We let them think it. It doesn't affect us in any negative way. As for the sunshine... Okay, the legend is that if trolls are caught in sunshine, then we are turned to stone forever. Let me answer it this way. We are in Norway. Land of the Midnight Sun. Why on earth would trolls choose to live in a place that had constant sun six months out of the year? I'd say that answered that one. Right. I heard a weird one about lightning. Let me stop you there, CK. I have this one covered. Trolls are supposed to be afraid of lightning. The reason for this is that Thor, mighty Thor, used to fight trolls and use that hammer of his as a weapon. There is an element of truth to this. Thor, when he was younger, did used to have some run-ins with trolls, but that was youthful hijinks. No worse than ringing a doorbell and running away. Anyway, he's too busy acting these days to have any concerns about fighting trolls. I hear Ragnarok is the best one yet. Maybe I should give him a call. Well, Kazok, time is ticking on, but if I could ask one last thing. How does this role work? Becoming the bridge troll? Well, it's a highly sought-after role. Ever since the original troll, Burzak was his name, was taken out by those beastly goats, is something of a badge of honour to ascend to this. It's an annual audition. There's a big celebration, plenty of cakes. I do love a cake, but oh boy, they go straight to my rocks. Anyway, there's a reenactment. I went for the role of Burzak. It went very, very well. I got good reviews. Afterwards, the elders took me aside and asked me to become the real bridge troll. Well, you could have knocked me down with a feather. Of course I accepted, and here we are now. I've now done this for over four years.
and I'm loving every second. Congratulations to you. And from what I've seen of your work tonight, you're doing a grand job. Thank you for accepting us here tonight. My full pleasure. Welcome any time. And that, my friends, is where I turned off the tape. What I would like to mention is that as I was walking away, I could hear in the distance... Haste ye back, ye lovers, or it's the plank for you. Gazog has range. And so there you have it. All done for another week. Some things I would like to mention before I go, though, if you could please bear with me. Firstly, about the bike. I would like to congratulate Funky Ratchet. His suggestion of CryptoCycle is my favourite and a 1950s true crime magazine will be heading your way. Well done. I'd also like to mention that in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, I'll be setting up a Facebook group for the podcast. I say I.O. It's actually being done by a very good friend of mine, Brooke, also known as at pod underscore junkie. I believe a few of you know. She's on the Twitter. Also, my friend Steph is designing a new logo for me and there may be stickers coming soonish as well. Don't tell anyone, but I believe that stickers are now being used as currency among podcast fans. Finally, while I do my research and I'm travelling, I like to listen to podcasts myself. There are so, so many amazing ones that I'd like to say hello to a few each episode and each one I cannot recommend highly enough. This episode I want to say hello to, and that's why we drink, Crime Girls Pod, The Minds of Madness, hello Tyler, Canadian True Crime, and True Crime Island. G'day Cambo, you little beauty. Keep fighting the rage. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you again in a fortnight. Till then, slancha. Your good health. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.